Today on the news and why it matters, Time Magazine has named their person of the year and you are about to roll your eyes right on out of your head when you find out who it is. Also, the Judiciary Committee hearings on the IG report. Uh, what CNN probably is not going to show you, we will. We've got a lot coming up and it starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Stubergear. We've got Luke Macias, political consultant Luke Macias. Thank you for being back in the house. Absolutely. And then we have Jeff Fisher. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Appreciate it. Good to see you. I, I am also good to see you. glad for you to be here. It's going to be a fun show. It's going to be a fun show. Uh, but first, we want to thank our sponsor, Genesis 950. So um, if you are maybe thinking about replacing your carpets, you've got maybe you've got a lot of pets. Maybe you've just got kids who sometimes do more damage than pets, I feel. Uh, I mean, just think about how much sauce Jeffy has spilled on the carpets already. over the years. Oh, I mean, yeah. That's a great point. That's an incredible amount. If you have a Jeff. Yes. Yeah, so you, have you, might have, yeah, you might have pets. You might have kids. <laughs> you might have a Jeffy. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But if you are looking to replace your carpets, you've got the stains, you've got the odors, whatever the case may be, don't do that yet. Try Genesis 950. Uh, Pat here at the studio, Pat used Genesis 950. He had professional cleaners come in and clean his carpets. They did not remove the stains, but Genesis 950 did. It's that good, and it's way less expensive than replacing your carpets. Uh, it is also green, so it's safe for your family, for your pets, for your Jeffies even. It's safe for all of the above. Um, and so one gallon of the Genesis 950, it comes in a concentrate. So you get one gallon, and it makes like seven gallons of cleaner. So it lasts a really long time. You can buy it on Amazon, but if you'd like to give us credit for it, which we appreciate, you can go to Genesis950.com. Use promo code BLAZE. You'll get a free spray bottle and a discount. Uh, if you go to Genesis950.com, use promo code BLAZE. Get your house all ready for uh, people to come in and stomp all around your carpet during the holidays. Genesis950.com. Time Magazine yeah. has named 2019 Person of the Year. Greta Thunberg. No. Greta Thunberg is Time Magazine's 2019 Person of the Year. They said um, she is the youngest individual to be recognized. Wow, what an achievement. And she gained international attention for excoriating world leaders for their inaction in the climate crisis in a viral speech she made at the UN Climate Action Summit in September. Uh, and she criticized world leaders again at the COP25 conference last week. I had no idea all you had to do to be the person of the year is criticize a bunch of adults. Yeah. That's what they, I mean, that's literally what they named. They said she criticized a bunch of people and then she criticized a bunch of people again. Go, Greta, go. Mm, yeah, I mean, it's pretty amazing. I mean, she hasn't accomplished anything. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, even if she had solved global warming, we could all come together and say, yeah. well, at least she solved global warming, but she's only yelled about solving global warming, right. which is not a thing. Well, she has brought, you know, climate change to the forefront. <laughs> what does that mean? I love these things that we say now, especially in the social media area. It's like, well, they created that hashtag, and that was uh, pretty impressive. <laughs> what did that do? Did it do anything? Was there anything beyond the hashtag, anything beyond the yelling at adults part of her speech that actually led to an accomplishment? Um, the answer to that, of course, at this point is no. Um, she will do more damage to the environment with the issues printed of time that she's on the cover of than anything she's actually accomplished. Um, so, uh, you know, they're only going to sell like nine copies of this right. thing. So it's really not that big of a, a carbon footprint. 
Um, what's really interesting about her, I think, too, is if you look back at that speech, everyone kind of looks at it and says, you know, it's an insane moment where this 16-year-old is just screaming at a bunch of adults and accusing them basically of genocide. Um, and everyone's like, oh! Hey! Yeah, Everyone in the crowd yeah. is clapping. It's like they're saying that about she's saying it about you, you, you idiots! No, like she's saying about you. Saying Everyone, about else. Everyone else. Everyone else. about me. the leaders. Like the whole speech is about the leaders. But when you really read the speech, if you actually care about the policies and these things, what she is saying is uh, completely insane. So she is talking about. I a, love you for reading. I can't believe you yeah. just said. A, I, how, why would you insult a kid like that? Well, I said her policy is insane. I didn't okay. say she was insane. Uh, she was talking about a. She's talking about a fifty percent reduction in carbon emissions in ten years. Now, when she's talking about that, that's when she's saying, "How dare you? That's not enough." So fifty percent in ten years, and she's screaming at them that's like they're not, not doing anything. Right. Okay. Then on top of that, she uh, admits something that environmentalists hate to admit. How what are we sold when we talk about um, environmentalism? We talk about green policies. We are sold this thing, this thing that you can do. It's easy. You take a couple of steps. You help the environment. The economy can grow. We'll create lots of new jobs, building solar panels and all these things. Right? This vision that Barack Obama would bring to you, or AOC, or any of them would bring to sell you. It. Yeah. Her her line in there it, when she's talking about how dare you? Because everyone just laughs at how dare you, and it is funny. I will admit. But the thing that she's talking about when she's talking about how dare you is uh, she is, number one, saying 50% in 10 years is not even close to enough. Um, And she goes into all sorts of uh, sort of crazy uh, depth on where she wants these policies to kind of end up. Mm -hmm. And they're pretty they're pretty freaking scary. I mean, she doesn't have a she doesn't have the normal limits of a politician. And at one point she admits she goes, you can't you come in here and you're ruined. You've ruined my life. You've ruined my childhood. She says all those things. Stolen my childhood. Stolen my childhood. And and told us. Right. And this is where I go with it every time. (laughs) But however, she also after that says Greta Thunberg. (laughs) How dare you. you But she says. Uh, you stole my childhood. You've done all these terrible things. Um, and you've done it with lies of uh, eternal economic growth. And it's such a key phrase because mm-hmm. what she's saying here is all we can all act as if economic growth comes out of this, but it's not true. Mm-hmm. If you want to do the things that she's saying, you're talking about destroying the economy and bringing us back 100 years to a point where no one was emitting anything. Um, and you're just talking about people who are hungry, who no longer eat. I with going back 100 years. Yeah. I mean, probably going back farther. Her, she is not not AOC. She's way beyond AOC. And that's saying something. And time is embracing this. But Stu, also, she's sixteen. Yes. So I mean, when we sometimes I feel like when you're talking about this sixteen-year-old girl, in a sense, it's you're acting as if this is a legitimate person who has legitimate (laughs) ideas. And to me, the biggest blame (laughs) falls at the feet. Of the adults in the room that selected her mm-hmm. as person of the year, Sarah and I have talked about the transgendering of our kids that's going on in this society. And like my problem with that is that you have a doctor, a psychologist, parents mm-hmm. who conspire against a child. And mm-hmm. you know, on the issue of abortion, with their, you have doctors and parents conspiring against unborn children. And in the same time, you've got adults in the room sitting together saying, "Who's the person of the year that we're going to select? Greta, the 16-year-old." Swedish mm-hmm. activist on so to me that the blame falls we've got a real problem with the adults in the room that are making mm-hmm. decisions on where they even want to go on who they want to praise and she's a victim even more so to, to these people that are mm-hmm. propping her up in that way and I think that's totally true and and totally fair 
Um, it's tough, though, to deal with it Our because, parents. you know, yeah. the reason why she's selected is because she can't be just criticized. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's why David Hogg is selected. It's why, the, you know, you have these younger people who are coming out with these causes so that these policies that they're promoting that are real policies. I mean, she knows a lot about the climate. She knows more than 90 percent of the people on MSNBC about the climate. And in some ways, she's saying what's actually true. Uh, from their perspective, where she's saying, like, if these cuts, these things that we keep saying we want to do are going to destroy the economy. Mm-hmm. And she's not afraid to admit it. Politicians are. However, does she get a pass from no criticism? And I don't mean like, again, I'm criticizing her ideas, not her. I mean, she's probably, she does not okay, seem like. Okay, child a, hater. She doesn't seem like a very happy kid. I'm going to be honest about <laughs> no. it. I she's pretty but, miserable. But would you be, but would you be a happy kid if you were being fed all of these, you know, oh my gosh, we're all going to die. We're going to die if we don't do something. Yeah. You're, you're not going to be able to live to become an adult because these people are killing you. I mean, I would probably be par- pretty paranoid too if it were me. I mean, she's basically Jamie Lee Curtis living in Haddonfield, Illinois, where which is where where Michael Myers came to try to kill her every time. And the entire time, you know Michael Myers is going to come back and try to kill you. How do you feel about your life? It's terrible. You're in a constant state of fear. She has had implemented and thrust upon her this vision of the world of this terrible, horrible, uh, impossible to move out of the way of meteor coming at the planet. And we're all going to die and there's nothing we can do and all these evil people are targeting us. That's a terrible life. It's not us ruining her childhood. Her parents and her surroundings have ruined her childhood, and that's that part of it is really unfortunate. I can't Jeffy. believe you equated her with a serial killer, but that's no, yeah, she was the person <laughs> surviving the serial. Have you have you seen? Uh, there's a clip of her at a UN summit that where she doesn't have a script, and she's off script, and she they this guy asks her a question, and she's like, um. Does anyone else want to answer the questions? Like she has no, yeah, she has no, no idea how to answer it because she doesn't have her talking points. And, and her. look, she, again, she's 16 years old. Mm-hmm. Right? She's thrust into a situation that uh, she doesn't really understand, and this is go. You're the star, and mm-hmm. if she doesn't have her talking points, then she's lost. Mm-hmm. It's tough to make fun of her. It's easy it's, to make fun of her, but it's tough to make fun yeah. of her at the same time. She's the byproduct of what happens when these children actually begin believing the lies that all the adults in the room are telling them. I think, you know what, I think it's it's fair game to criticize her when they have put her on a world stage and said, she is the expert that you need to be listening to, right? Like... I mean, they're not. If they were saying, "Okay, well, she's a kid, so give her some," you know, don't, yeah, don't well, listen to what she has to say. She's sixteen. Don't worry that. about it. But they're not saying that. So I think you know what? It's fair game. And she's essentially, if activist Twitter became a person, right? <laughs> like that's who she is, and and that's unfortunate. I, I I do think that though, we can't. There can't be this immunity. Yeah. Right. Like I mean, yep. either we can. I don't want to criticize her as a person. I don't think about her as a person, but I am going to criticize her ideas. Mm-hmm. And what the left likes to do is take your criticism of their ideas and turn it into their your right. criticism of a person. And that's unfair. It's a way of, like, shielding the arguments. They yeah. do the same thing with David Hogg. Yeah, Every yeah, time yeah. you say David Hogg's ideas are nuts, they'd say, how can you make fun? He's a child. Yes. Yeah, but you know what? I am. Uh, I will criticize her as a person a little bit for being disrespectful to adults. Yeah, no, because if uh, my child ever spoke oh. to adults the way that she stood up there and spoke to adults, mm-hmm. I can't even tell you what I would do. If Chad Prather were here, he would say how I would proud beat that would you ass. How proud would be, though, but... when she was, became person of the year? And, you, and then your child became person <laughs> of the year for Time Magazine. How proud would oh. you be? <laughs> is, uh, is she what? not though? Oh, sorry. Gonna, no, no, no. Go ahead. Just Last quickly, point. is she not um, the sort of genesis and the the final like all the the end product of this pr- procedure? What we've been doing over the past, I'd say, twenty years, which is get, praising activism as an ends. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's it's not supposed to be the end. 
It's a means to an end. The end is what's important. And we just now say, well, like you guys going out there and you're washing cars for the climate or whatever it is without questioning what they're actually supporting. And now you get down this road and she's she's so far down this road. You almost don't question. Of course, she's going to scream at adults. She's basically yeah. been told those adults are Hitler's. Right. And they're all killing everybody. So, of course, she's going to scream at them. It's, it makes sense in a, in a worldview that she has she has now to scream at everybody and say everybody's trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. It's just not a sane way to go through life. And, and unfortunately, she's so far down this road. How do you escape it when you're 16 and you're oh, that I'm indoctrinated sure. on something? I don't know how you yeah. escape it. Uh, so it was not just the person of the year that Time Magazine named. They also named Oof. the New Guardians of the Year. Remember last year, it was the journalists, I think, four journalists and one news organization who took great risks. And uh, this year, the Guardians of the Year are, of course, the whistleblower uh, and the impeachment witnesses. <laughs> because, of course, of course it would be. Look at those heroes, those national heroes over there getting sworn in to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help them God. Jeffy, your thoughts? Did they, did they, did they actually swear in so help them God? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. think they did. I don't think they did. And uh, you know, look, this is this is Time Magazine being Time Magazine, right? If they had any guts, it would have been the Hong Kong protesters for the person mm-hmm. of the year. That's anyway. a great, Amen. great point. Uh, they would have done that. So it's just, I mean, they made Lizzo the Entertainer of the Year, right? And she just all, she was just at a basketball game with her rear hanging out, showing twerking every, showing on camera. Her, BM, her BMI numbers were quite quite high. <laughs> Uh, at, during the dance, they gave. Uh, <laughs> but can I just say, even if they weren't, <laughs> yeah, you, no you one wants not, you yeah. to put your rear out at a basketball game where you have kids. Like, but could you be? You know, I guess they're trying to be controversial or something. But could you be any more boring? Like, I mean, this is like yeah. all just super woke choices, right? Like, yes. Greta Thunberg, yes. like. Obviously, the Hong Kong protest, which is changing the dynamic between the East and the West in a massive moment for democracy versus communism and authoritarianism. It's a massive thing, right? Like, it's a major world event. Another person talking about the climate is not a massive event. This is not done. It has not done anything. There's been no difference on that. You know, the same thing here with like. But she criticized. She, she, she criticized. criticized. Thank you. Twi- yes, she did. Twice. Yes. She, she went to just done that either. She no one's ever done that. I mean, Al Gore was doing that, you know, 10 years ago. What's that done, right? Um, Put some cash in his pocket. Well, yeah, he's made him very wealthy. Uh, you know, the, the, uh, the people who testified, like, that one's a really interesting one. Because, like, let's say if you really hate Donald Trump and you really think he's really bad, you could maybe make the argument the whistleblower uh, is a guardian. The people who only testified after the whistleblower came forward and they were required to come testify and they just said, that's not, what's so guarding about that? They sat there knowing all the information and did nothing. I mean, I, I, like, I, you know, it's, it's a bizarre sort of choice. And then the Lizzo thing is like, again, like, it's just like, yes. what if we take the most woke possible example of a human being and give them the award? It's, it's so boring. Yep. At some point, this woke sort of cancel culture thing becomes so boring that people abandon it. I just hope it comes sooner rather than later. Well, congratulations to Time Magazine for maybe selling like five copies. I don't know. Uh, coming up next, we have got the Judiciary Committee hearings on the IG report. Of course, the media wants to tell you, oh, there's nothing to see here. That was a, just a, a nothing burger there in that IG report. No one did anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not actually the case. And we will get into that when we return. Legitimately the only day of the year, I think, of Time Magazine now. I know. Yeah. It's the only story yeah. I've yeah. known they've yeah. written yeah. all year. Who's going to make the cover? Mm-hmm. Uh, do they do other issues? I don't even know.
Okay, before we get into the hearings that were taking place today, I want to thank our sponsor, Black Rifle Coffee Company. Uh, Matt Best, the founder of Black Rifle, was in here, uh, what was it, a week or two ago? You should go look up that episode. Uh, he was great. But Black Rifle is, of course, veteran-owned and uh, operated premium small-batch roast-to-order coffee company for people who love America, which is obviously us. Well, the three of us. I don't know about him. Yeah, Jeffy doesn't want to. I'm not sure. The jury's still out. He's a Hong Kong guy. But seriously, they do um, They do the uh, roast to order. So whatever you're ordering, they're roasting it before, I'm sorry, after you're placing your order. So it is the freshest coffee available. They also have Black Rifle Coffee Club, where you go in and you make your selections for your different uh, roasts that you prefer. They've got all of them in there. Um, I love the one that's double, double caffeinated because it gives me the you know, what I need to keep up with these guys at the table. Um, but you can pick what you want, and then they will ship it directly to your office or your home. So you don't, you're not, like, running to the store at 11 p.m. because you've run out of coffee and you didn't realize it. They will get you hooked up with the coffee so you can be jittery all day. Uh, you can go to blackriflecoffee.com slash Y. That's blackriflecoffee.com slash Y. If you enter discount code Y, you will get 20% off of your first order, and that includes Black Rifle Coffee Club which is huge because you're already getting a discount when you do the coffee club. You're getting a discount on your coffee, then you're getting another discount on top of that. Oh Don't miss out. I know. Are you going to go right now? You're going to go right now. December, throughout the month of December, Black Rifle Coffee Company is releasing the best product bundles in America. In America. Go get all the gifts for all of your family and uh, friends. BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Y. Use promo code Y. So the Judiciary Committee hearings today, uh, a couple fun little tidbits that I read before we get into a uh, little uh, some clips. Um, so you know how we just had all of these impeachment hearings and we had to sit through all of these boring opening statements from all of the Democrats? Were they? Were they great? Oh, my gosh. All of them were just great. Yeah. Well, so, um, you know, the mainstream media, they, yeah, we couldn't really find the opening statement from Lindsey Graham on, you know, CNN, those places. Wow. MSNBC. Yeah, MSNBC. So MSNBC talked over the Lindsey Graham part of it and then joined with Dianne Feinstein. Which yeah. is like exactly what you, should, what you would expect. What they would do, yeah, yes. you would expect. Uh, but here is a little bit of Lindsey Graham's opening statement. So in January 2017, the person who did all the assembling of the information for the now famous Steele uh, steel dossier tells the FBI, I disavow everything in there. Now, what should happen? Time out? Let's reassess? Maybe we got this wrong. What would you hope to happen? That the FBI would slow down because this is the outcome determinative document that's just had a hole blown through it. They don't slow down. They use the document they now know to be a bunch of garbage twice more to get a warning against Carter Page. I hope Carter Page gets a lawyer and sues the hell out of the Department of Justice and the FBI. So the first thing I want you to know is how the cake is baked here. And my goal is to make sure that people, when this is over, whether you like Trump, hate Trump, don't care about Trump, you look at this as more than a few irregularities. Because if this becomes a few irregularities in America, then God help us all. Uh, great points from Lindsey Graham. Um, 
want to get, gentlemen, your thoughts on just what we're dealing with when we talk about the, the IG report and the, the issues that were addressed in it. But first, let's go to, let's watch Ted Cruz uh, talking to Michael Horowitz, who, of course, was the inspector general who wrote the report. Watch. So the men and women at home need to know what's happening. A lawyer at the FBI creates fraudulent evidence, alters an email that is in turn used as the basis for a sworn statement to the court that the court relies on. Am I stating that accurately? Uh, that's correct. I just yeah, that's correct. find it incredible <laughs> that he came to the conclusion, Horowitz, that he did. But he's like, yeah, no, it was altered. <laughs> and then used as the basis of all of this. But no, I mean, no, no bias. Well, no big deal. I, I think, like, it, it, these things get taken, uh, you know, the media has done a good job, I think, trying to take this out of context. Mm-hmm. He is, Horowitz is absolutely not saying there was no political bias. What he's saying is he found he no documentary evidence it. of right. it. So, like, did I, is there a text for me to Jeffy saying, hey, let's take out Trump? Because he's a Republican. Right, because he's a Republican. That would be a political right. bias and he'd have documentary evidence. He doesn't have that. But what he does have is all of these errors, errors, like the changing of emails, which is not an error. Well, that's what I'm saying. But the fact the that they're way. even calling them errors. Yeah. No, that's, that's true. That's not, like, why even call it an error? You just said he altered a document. Well, that's, that's not, not an error. error. I mean, in their, they, in, but they referred him for criminal prosecution, yeah. so that one's not an error. The media has been calling them errors, though. Yeah. The New York Times called that specific one an error in Oops. a story. Oopsie, oopsie, I just deleted an email. And like, oh, no, I just Whoa. changed some wording. No big deal. Um, it's a, I think that's the big takeaway here. Yeah. And, and you see, like, where Lindsey Graham, who's been a real defender of the FISA courts over the years, he's been a guy who's defended that system, even he's turning on it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we said this, I think, maybe yesterday on the show, but it, it bears repeating in that, like, the political bias is actually the better outcome here. If the FBI hates Donald Trump, there's a bunch of people, and they're all targeting Trump, sucks for Trump, really bad for Trump, and I would be pissed off if I were Trump. However, at least that is a, a, there's a limit to that. Mm-hmm. If they're doing that to Donald Trump, what are they doing to the average person who gets locked oh. up in the system? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, this whole thing has to be scrapped if this is the common practice. I almost hope... It's just some guy who hated Donald Trump and broke all the rules to try to get him. Mm-hmm. Because at least that means our entire system isn't corrupt. Because uh, if, if it's the other way, they're just that either that incompetent or uh, that cor- uh, corrupt against everybody. We have a real, real problem. Yeah. Luke, your thoughts? Do you agree? Uh, Mike Lee said something very similar. He said, mm-hmm. basically, I don't know which one of these outcomes I want to be <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah. I, I really, Scary. Um, I'm really conflicted. I think Josh Hawley, I think, made one of the best points. He said, you know, it doesn't surprise me that the government of Russia is trying to manipulate the results of our election. Um, That's happened for a long time. What I'm more concerned about is the fact that our government Mm -hmm. tried to manipulate Mm -hmm. the results of our election. And that is something that should be much more sobering to the average American than should the fact that other outside forces are trying to manipulate us. And by the way, our government has tried to manipulate other elections in other countries probably at some point. Mm -hmm. And yet, you know what? Our own government is trying to manipulate you, the Mm -hmm. average citizen in this nation. It's a scary time, and I think that Holly made a really good point to say, why can't we just really focus in on the reality that we know to be true as a result of this report? Jeff Fisher. I think that's why, I think really this is going to be the trial, right? I think this is where I I really have a feeling that the uh, impeachment continues uh, in, if it makes it to the Senate, let's say it goes through the House, Mm -hmm. which should. It It goes through the Senate. Uh, I know a lot of people want that trial, right? Mm-hmm. So it shows everything Everything comes out in the wash. 
I don't think they're going to do it. I think they're just going to vote. They're going to say America wants this over. We need to be done with it. They don't want to. They don't want to open up the closet. They don't want to show you what's going on behind the curtain. Mm. Just just vote. Be done with it. Mm. And that's and then now you're looking at well, wait, what actually happened? Up, oh, it's over. Yeah, it's over. Don't worry about it. Done. Don't worry. Move that's on. Just that, terrifying that would be yeah. That's, that would be that's really depressing to think about. <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. All right, back in a minute. Stuff's got to come out. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, look, if this was either in the best interest of the country, it wasn't. So right, but... You have to be able to invest. Coming up in overtime, I've uh, got a couple new polls that have come out that uh, I think maybe the Democrats probably don't want to talk about because it doesn't look great for them. Now, this is post impeachment inquiry and impeachment hearings. So we will get into that. I will get the guy's thoughts on that. Also, uh, former FBI attorney Lisa Page, whose anti-Trump text message conversations with her lover, Peter Strzok, uh, garnered national attention. Yeah, she is suing the FBI and the DOJ for releasing her texts because she has had to pay a lot for therapy and permanent oh, loss of earning capacity. So I know, sorry. I know, the therapy, that's, that's, that's really sad. Um, we'll get into that. Uh, also, Megan Rapino slams Sports Illustrated for lack of diversity while accepting their award. Because, you know, we've all got to be woke. we got a lot coming up. Go to blazetv.com. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. A new Monmouth poll that was just released shows Trump getting a seven-point swing in his favor after the impeachment inquiry. Um, Let's see. He cleaned up with independents, so he polled double digits higher than any of the Democratic presidential candidates who are uh, currently in the field. But who knows? I mean, someone else might jump in at the last second. So who are currently in the field now, he dominated. And uh, his favorable rating was also higher Um, by all of his Democratic challengers by at least three points. Uh, But Vice President Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, and Pete Buttigieg had lower unfavorable ratings. Um, Also interesting in this poll, I want to get your thoughts on this as well. They were asked, all of these people were asked whether or not they thought... um, how they felt about America's first president, George Washington, compared to Trump Mm -hmm. and compared to Obama. And so Republicans all said, yeah, George Washington Washington. is better than Trump. Mm -hmm. And then Democrats overwhelmingly said, no, of course Obama was a better president than George Washington. Uh, What are you, crazy? What are you, crazy? Weren't you alive when Obama was president? He was the best president ever. He gave us all of these great things, Uh, like. A little recency Obama bias uh, going on there, and, uh, I uh, maybe. I don't yeah, know. And there were, you know, I, I was really proud that the majority of Republicans actually stuck with Washington over Trump, yes. right? Because yeah. there's a current yes. yeah. loyalty yes. to your yeah. existing yes. president who's under attack from socialists all across our nation. So they, uh, Washington beat out Trump for Republicans. Really proud moment, I think, for our party. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, look, like, look at it. Washington is a slave owner, right? Like that's the way they view we're this. Supposed guy to hate him, right? yeah. yeah, supposed to hate him. He's bad. He's a bad guy. Look, you know, look at all these terrible things he did. He started a country that was. You know, this awful thing that's created, ser- look at all the problems that Greta told us it's caused. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's hard to see it as positive, I guess, if you're on the left. Uh, so <clears throat> Trump's favorable ratings, just comparatively speaking, uh, I mentioned earlier, it was higher than everyone else. So he was at 46. 
But then Biden was at 43, Sanders at 41, Warren at 40, Buttigieg at 34, and Bloomberg at 26. <laughs> Mike is not going to win these battles. Uh, he is not popular. Uh, he is <laughs> right. not popular among Democrats. So they don't like him either. Um, but, but a seven-point swing after. His, everybody likes taking his money. Yeah. They everybody do. He loves He's taking his money. Rescuing local news stations all you across the country. Yes. Right they are happy. He's he spent in now the $91 million already. Now, Steyer, who's another billionaire, spent 50 which is more than everybody else by $42 million. And <laughs> Bloomberg, Bloomberg was like, hold my beer, watch this. Much. That's incredible. Yeah, that's um, I, mean, I, need, I need a good, Bloomberg sticker. Uh, yeah, there you go. For about $10 million, Mike. <laughs> You'll wear it. Um, uh, look, this is, this is good polling for the president. Um, you know, I, as far as favorability goes, this isn't always consistent, I would say, in some of the other polling. But I do actually believe that this has been such a disastrous process by the Democrats yes. that this is actually going to wind up giving him a little bit of a bump. I mean, yes. you know, that, that secondary one we talked about yesterday, you know, the uh, um, obstruction of Congress mm-hmm. is such a terrible idea yeah. to like that just shows such desperation. Um, it's a, and it's also a way to like let maybe some red state, red district Democrats vote against the other one, maybe vote for that one so they can still get the impeachment because it gives them, you know, the, the thing about that obstruction of Congress is, well, he absolutely obstructed Congress. Which is totally his right to do. He He's the executive branch. He's not like just some guy. He's the president of the United States. Um, so I think like that, that may have been the tactic with that one. Make it so easy that he did actually, of course, do that, whether it's impeachable or not, something else. Um, but I mean, this is, a, I think this has worked out well. I mean, yeah. this is, and you know, that combined with the IG report, which I think was really damaging to the left's case. It's been, oddly, a pretty good week for yeah. the president. I uh, want to bring up another another poll into the mix. Quinnipiac, a uh, recent poll from them, said that for the first time in their poll, opposition to impeachment topped 50 percent, mm. while Trump's approval numbers on the economy, we were talking about this off air, on the economy reached a new high. So they said slightly more than half of all registered voters, 51 percent, think that President Trump should not be impeached and removed from office. 45% say that he should. Now, a November 26th poll that they did previously had 48% thinking he should not be impeached, with 45 still saying he should. So that number saying he should be stayed the same. Mm-hmm. And the people saying he should not be is rising. So more good news, I think, for President Trump. I know you're always skeptical of, of polls, but... I wouldn't. I mean, I don't know if I said that. But, uh, uh, but well, but and uh, they also found a problematic trend for Democrats on the economy. <laughs> Trump has now attained his highest approval ratings yet on the handling of the economy. And look, that's voters, why he wants to stretch it out, right? Yes. We talked about. I don't know if we talked about it on the air after how he wants to stretch out this. Uh, uh, the impeachment, right, through uh, past the holidays and get into January for the impeachment. If he stretches it out, it's all been good for him. Mm-hmm. Of course he wants to stretch it out. I mean, he's going to guarantee he's going to throw an impeachment rally. <laughs> Guaranteed. Luke, uh, him, January 15th, January 20th, impeachment rally. 57% of voters say that they are better off financially today than they were in 2016. Republicans have got to continue to pray that the economy does well and, I guess, buy everything we see to keep the economy doing very well because it's propping up Republican numbers. And and the American people really do not only believe the economy is doing well, but they actually give Republicans credit for it, which is probably a little too much because politicians don't actually Mm -hmm. drive the economy as much as the American consumer and the entrepreneur or the job creators. But uh, if the economy continues to do what it's doing, it shows that independents are going to keep 
mm-hmm. tending towards the Republican side. And out of that poll, one of the exciting things is that Biden and Sanders are both really unpopular with independents. And I think they kind of represent the moderate mm-hmm. and the socialist wing of the Democrat Party. And to see the independents don't like either right mm-hmm. now, I think is good for us. And, well, so, and I mean, obviously. it would be... I would be shocked if that somehow changed, right? Because you've got there, you've got two grandpas, one of whom has no idea what state he's in at any given time, and the other one is just very angry and yelling at you all the time. <laughs> I mean, it's like both of those things are character flaws that I don't think they can like win those independents back over on. Yeah, and that's why I think if I, you know, if I'm the Democrats, like I, I you got to toss out Sanders. I mean, a hundred percent. Warren, I think, is terrible. I mean, I think she's as bad as the other two. Um, And Biden, like, while he at least has a, he is a little bit more, I think, a little bit more likability. You even see that reflected in the polls. He just does not seem stable at this point. Like, he doesn't seem like he's able to pull this off. You almost like you almost go, do you go to the well with Buttigieg? Right. And and, Mm -hmm. like, you got a guy who can adapt everything. He's smart. He's young. Democrats famously uh, don't win with older candidates. They lost with Kerry. They lost with Mondale. They lost with Dukakis. They won with Clinton. They won with Obama. You go with someone young who's smart who can adapt to different situations. At the very least, at the end of this, you get to tell everybody that you guys ran the first gay candidate and you'll have more woke points than you can ever imagine. Um, I, you know, you wonder if they go that direction. He's got to figure might. out a way to get some African-American in the country to want to vote for him. <laughs> That's got to be something he's got to figure out. Well, he stood with them with a, a paper bag and drank a 40. Does that yeah, not... See, I don't, I don't know. That doesn't that, count? No, I don't think so. Oh. versus... Trump would be so interesting with a black vote because isn't it? You know, Trump has higher approval ratings within the African American community than does uh, you know Buttigieg. So you just go, what would that dynamic uh, you know actually play out? But I still think the Klobuchar. I know that sounds weird, but I just I I feel like Democrats should always look. There's always this chance that they just go, holy cow, what? Oh, Mm. Klobuchar, and then let her actually gain her. Yeah, gain her five minutes of fame. She's a better Biden, right? I mean, like, if you're going to run a Biden, you should run the Klobuchar. We talked to Mike Lee. We were talking about Mike Lee off the air a little bit. And Mike Lee was in here, you know, when this whole field Mm -hmm. started coming coming out. And we said, hey, you work with about half of these people in the Senate. Who's the one who's closest to the Constitution? And that's and he said Klobuchar. Like, I mean, I you know, like again, that's not exactly an endorsement. I mean, he was very clear that he doesn't agree with her I'm on the a lot of policy. Yeah, not always <laughs> the biggest compliment. Exactly, but I think you're right. Like that's a that would be actually kind of a smart way for them to go. Yeah. Um, you know, she has her her electoral record is fantastic. I mean, she's outperformed way more than like a Beto has outperformed um, her state and, and the expectations for the electorate. I mean, she just has been. Eh, in most of those debates, and, and I think but, that's what's hurting. Yes, her. but she's not the hollering grandpas or the grandmas. Yeah, I mean, that, she's still, you know, she still has her faculties about her. Yeah, and she has a higher than zero percent <laughs> approval within the black community. Yes. You're right. <laughs> has she, dra- has, has you she drank a forty in a bag? No, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. She does like I love Elizabeth that. Warren's the one who likes the beer at home. Yes, she does. She, she does. does. She yeah. frequently she has to go get her a beer. Oh, look who's here, my husband. Yeah. Well, and I actually, I felt really, I was like, why wouldn't the husband just say yes for the camera? Right, right. Right? Like, to be cool with her. He was just like, no, I'll pass. Uh, Gotta go. Bye. I that video. I happened to, I ran across that the other day, and I watched, I actually watched it again, and she's like, I'm happy you're here. I'm happy you're here, too. I'm like. Yeah, Wait, you're happy you're here. You live here. <laughs> <laughs> you're here. There's no way they live together. Your long lost husband. No way they live together. <laughs> I'm so happy to be spending time with you I right now. The cameraman's like, oh, a normal moment. Yes, <laughs> we did it. Uh, Lisa Page, former FBI attorney, Lisa Page, uh, is suing the FBI and the DOJ for releasing her texts. She, of course, this is what we do now. She announced her lawsuit on Twitter. 
of all places, because what else are you going to do other than announce your, your lawsuit publicly on Twitter? She said, uh, I take little joy in having done so, suing the Department of Justice and FBI. Yeah. But what they did in leaking my messages to the press was not only wrong, it was illegal. She says they violated the Privacy Act by unlawfully releasing the text messages to the press. Uh, and she also, so she's asking for cost of therapy, permanent loss of earning capacity, um, attorney's fees relating to the investigation, uh, as well as efforts to prevent the release of personal text messages, the cost of child care during and transportation to multiple investigative interviews and appearances, the cost of paying a data privacy service to protect her personal information, and as I mentioned earlier, the cost of therapy to cope with unwanted national media exposure and harassment caused by the December 12th disclosure. Still. Does anyone else realize the irony that a member of the intelligence community is suing for having her privacy violated? Mm. Isn't that crazy? Mm. I mean, she's literally like, I have to get this server to protect my information from the government. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, that's what you've what been is. doing. Yeah. What did you? What was your career on? That's what we were all saying. Like maybe you shouldn't be doing to us. So how does it feel now? <laughs> I hope she wins, and then I hope we can all sue the government for invading our privacy. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I'll go get it. And go, Done. <laughs> Precedent. Uh, Stu, I can't believe that your wife would be doing yes, this. Yes, I happen to be married to someone who's named Lisa Page, which is oh, very strange. Why does she do I don't this? know. It's a different spelling. Every time um, she trends on Twitter, it's we're so like weird though. Because like Lisa Page affair. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, I know no, I'm no, awful, no, no, but why is she doing Twitter. that? Don't get Fitbits, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. I read Don't about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> why is it this being talked about? I, know. Um, I will say, I think she actually might have a legitimate case here because, I know. you know, they, first of all, she really was a peripheral figure in this. Mm. She, was an, she was an attorney. She's had no decision-making ability. This is not Peter Strzok who did. Peter mm. Strzok was in the middle of this investigation, hated Trump, and all that was completely legitimate. She really was a side figure. Um, she was, she, at least from her telling, she says she went with them. She said, look, I'll give you all the information you need. I want the investigation to go through. However, please don't leak all my messages so everyone knows I have an affair. Right. And they just did it. I mean, like they promised her they weren't going to do it. And then they just did it. Oops. It's a little rough. Um, so, I mean, if she has actual documentation where they promise her, no, I mean, she probably does have a pretty good case for a lot of this stuff. You know, I mean, no one's going to have sympathy for her on the right. And I don't think that, you know, she got herself into uh, the situation in a pretty serious, significant way. Um, but I, you know, Cost of child care, though. Well, you got to pay for it. Right. I mean, I might understand the attorney's fees. Uh, I might understand yeah. for for that and for trying to prevent the release of the text you, messages. You write enough the therapy? Well, yeah, you start no. adding stuff on, right, Jeffy? You yeah. know, you sue everybody. You know that. <laughs> you just start adding stuff on, right? Anything you can think well, of. You're like, you're like the bad cop that pulls you over. Oh, you oh, oh, you don't think you got anything wrong? Okay. Oh, your taillight out. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's, it's, you didn't use your blinker back there. At the uh, how do you get that number higher, right? That's yeah. all she's trying to do there. Um, yeah, but, I, I, you know, if what she's saying is true, it is a, it, it's not right. I mean, if you're, if you, you know, look, she shouldn't have been doing what she was doing. She's, she says that as well now. Um, but, you know, the idea that a person who's peripheral for an investigation who has no real role in what we're talking about other than just texting mean things about Donald Trump to her boyfriend, that's not really a reason to destroy her life if she, if she works in the government. I mean, I do think, you know, I don't like her. I don't think uh, she's not a sympathetic figure to me, but that we so, shouldn't be doing that because, I mean, think about this. If you happen to be someone else who is thinking about going into this field, mm -hmm. like, I mean, the government basically turned around and, 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 and at least if her telling is true, kind of screwed her over on this after promising her specifically this thing wouldn't occur. 
if that's accurate, I mean, what, what message does that send to, to other people? It might also, it might send the message, don't have an affair. That might be part of the message <laughs> that, it sends. That would be, I would no, say. Well, well I'm wondering also, if you can sue because you were thrown into this against your will and didn't want to, you know, go through with it and you can sue for the cost of therapy. Can Peter Strzok's wife sue uh, Lisa Page for the cost of her therapy for having to go through all of this affair nonsense? Sounds great. And I think you make a great case for why Lisa Page should not trust the government and become a limited government conservative. Yes. So the government will screw you over anytime you give them the chance. I just don't see that happening. I don't see that happening. You know, I'm hopeful. I feel like she's going to be all that friendly to to conservatism for a while. Libertarian at least. Yeah, okay, that's fine. (laughs) Uh, Megan Rapino. It's Rapino, right? Rapino? Rapino? I think it's Rapino. I, always, I, I don't honestly know. You know what? I don't care enough. I don't care enough to say her name correctly. Okay? I don't <laughs> care. A conscious decision. I have. I have. Oh. Uh, she, of course, was uh, on the, what was it, the World Cup? Soccer team. I don't know. What so- I don't know. She was, a, she was a, she soccers. <laughs> That's what I know about soccer. She's mm-hmm. soccers. Mm-hmm. And uh, they he's won. He's part of the United States fan. female soccer team. The championship. Yeah. Is it, but is it it's the World Cup? Is that That's what it correct. is? Okay. The female World Cup. Stick with soccers. She soccers a lot, and uh, she won all these awards because she went off about, I don't know, Donald Trump is bad. And And then she went off on equal pay. That was her big Yes, equal pay. Also, they won the World Cup, and the men didn't. And she blew all the details on that, and then we eventually found out that they were actually getting more money than the men, which came out later. There's a lot of oopsies going on these days. That's what happens when you don't know anything about the topic you're talking about. (laughs) Interesting. Mm. Uh, so she was honored as Sportsperson of the Year by Sports Illustrated magazine uh, this week. And she, instead of just being like, hey, guys, thanks for the award, she decided to uh, slam the publication who was giving her the award for their lack of diversity watch. Oh, Is it true that I am the fourth woman deserving of this award? I don't think so. Yeah, we don't think so either. <laughs> Is it true that so few writers of color deserve to be featured in this publication? I don't, I don't no one reads it, so no one would. <laughs> Is it true that so few women's voices deserve to be heard and deserve to be read in this publication? I don't know. People I don't can write think so. But there's one person. Yeah. They like that first point. They like the first point. They did not like point two and point Mm. three. That's just so awkward. And she thinks she's so incredibly smart, which is just so hilarious to watch. I mean, you know, this is is embarrassing stuff, right? I mean, we can get to a point where we all count everybody's physical characteristics and act like that's the end-all, be-all of all humanity. It's not. You know, I mean, it's about what you, you know, your merit. It's supposed to be merit-based. This is why this country is better than a lot of the other countries, because it was merit-based. Um, we've, we're losing that, and it's disintegrating every single day. Yeah. Luke? Um, I think Sports Illustrated deserves the criticism because they're the ones who actually were dumb enough to give her that award mm-hmm. and put mm-hmm. her on a stage in front of everyone. And, you know, you cannot appease the PC police. They this is the culture not. they've created oh, for never themselves, enough. right? Never, yeah. never enough. Weren't they, didn't they, they put the, the uh, bikini issue or whatever with the, the, the girl with the hijab? Oh, right. Wasn't that yes. them? Mm-hmm. So it it's and they, like they, they, they gave Megan created. a bikini, a bikini uh, section too. 
Oh, did they? Yeah. I mean, look at what it, what is this? They basically just look for what's the most woke thing on Twitter yeah. and decided to give it the award. That's why Caitlyn Jenner got the award from the And they're the ones who get criticized. And, right. And like, they, you're the yeah, most woke. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, yeah. you suck. It's never enough. Never you're enough. creating this environment where like you can't hit these standards. So you're always going to be criticized. And like at this. the award ceremony she gave, uh, she was talking about that uh, she was there because of Colin Kaepernick. <clears throat> she gave Colin Kaepernick a oh. Uh, heads up and still being uh, banned from the NFL. He's not, not banned. banned. The NFL. Hey, hey, he's hey, not banned from the NFL banned. because Jeff, of his get interceptions. It right. That's why he's banned from the NFL. He's bad at throwing. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just like these things are just so embarrassing. They're just contests, right? Like they it's all just sit. You, just, you, you can picture Sports Illustrated employees just sitting around there, like, "What about Kaepernick? What about Rapino? Like, it's uh, what about Caitlyn Jenner? Like, it's like there's no one who. What about the guy who? You know, like, uh, what about someone who's you know scoring for James Harden scored almost forty points a game last year? What about giving it to him because he scores a lot of points? How about that? It's so bad for sports commentators today. Yeah. They're like, I just want to talk about sports, and they can't. can't. Yeah, they can't. Well, at least we can give credit to Time Magazine. I mean, they gave the female soccer <laughs> team. The athlete of the year. Oh, that's right. So the whole team. Yeah. She's probably got some scathing words for them too. I, pr- I would. I don't not. think they're going to invite her to any award ceremony. Well, that'd be a shame. Oh, it's it shame. sure would. Uh, yesterday's poll: What do you want for Christmas? The, of course, all of these were. <laughs> I told you this was going to happen. I told you. I called it. Listen to yesterday's podcast. I called this exactly. Seventy-seven percent. Four more years over world peace. <laughs> Beat world peace six With to four one. Four years, you're gonna get world peace. For only four years, this is world peace. You don't understand correlation and causation. Yeah. Ah. Oh well, look who's triggered by the poll today. Right. No, I'm triggered. I'm excited. I called it exactly. <laughs> and by the way, the two percent that always votes against you went with impeach Trump. They I did. Ah, <laughs> you people. 77% said four more years. 12% said world peace. 9% said $120,000 banana. And then, as Stu pointed out, 2% said impeach Trump. And someone said, with the $120,000 banana, who would take that? And someone said Jeffy. And I said, only if it has Foster after it. <laughs> then he would take it. Maybe. Oh, I'd take the regular one, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I need a snack. Why not? It's there. It's $120,000. It's a banana. <laughs> it only costs $120,000. No one says you're going to sell it for that. Yeah. And I didn't it depreciates it. as soon as you buy it. No, yeah. It starts getting as soon as you bring that, that banana off the lot. Yeah, yeah. depreciates. <laughs> uh, today's poll, who is more corrupt, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, or Adam Schiff? Wow, Ooh. that's tough. Wow, that's a tough This one. is actually, this is like the exact opposite of yesterday's poll. I mean, Hillary's yesterday's poll was a joke. Hillary. This one is like, well, it's hard. Hillary. Yeah, I guess it probably would be Hillary, Hillary. Which is, it would be interesting if the audience goes that way, because Biden's a much more current figure, mm-hmm. right? Like, he's in the middle of the race. Yeah. He's pretty Schiff, though, Schiff I think corrupt. people really hate Schiff right he, now. I think Schiff could Win win. That. You think? Win. But I think Hillary's more corrupt. Yeah, if you're yeah. going to go with one of them. I, I know Peter Schweitzer says that uh, Joe Biden is the most corrupt vice president in history, mm-hmm. which is a pretty massive statement. Yes, but um, Hillary wasn't but, vice well, president. Well, she wasn't vice right. president. So I, I or president. Think... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was robbed of her presidency. Uh, that's true. Uh, that's uh, she won by three million votes. Thank I don't you. know if you know that. <laughs> She'll tell you if you don't know it. She will tell <laughs> you. She and she'll also blame every single other person yes. alive <laughs> yes. for her loss. Yes. Uh, let us know what you think. Who is more corrupt, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton? or Adam Schiff. You can go to The Blaze's Twitter. That is at The Blaze. Guys, thanks for being here. It was a good time. No, we'll no, see you no, tomorrow. No, thank you. Oh, that's, thank you. Wow, that was really nice, that Jeffy. Was. That was really nice. Hey, you're welcome. Oh. Get out. <laughs> 
Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.